Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. And this is Clark and Company. I'm Clark. He's Company. He's Mark Knutson, former co-host, guest co-host this week on the show. You can catch him at WoodyPage.com. Check out his uh, terrific uh, Three Strikes blog with three essays every week published uh, during the week. Uh, I get it on KFKA. Um, and you can also um, check him out uh, at Knutson and the Commish on that, uh, on that uh, podcast all about college football and the big issues facing it, some of which we dealt with in the last segment with Jimmy and Kiz. Uh, and this segment, Broncos Blast, as we get into the uh, Washington football team's uh, visit to Denver we, um, uh, with Ian St. Clair, uh, is brought to you by Framed Art. Uh, check them out on Facebook or Twitter at Framed Art. Um, the, you know, the, the uh, framed drawing of Mike Shanahan last week on the field uh, and all Ring of Famers, which are all hanging in Mile High Stadium, that tradition. Guess who does the framing? It's Framed Art. This week, it's Peyton Manning. Hey, not long ago, I was in the store at Framed Art. I saw uh, dozens of framed Peyton Manning jerseys that were used, framed by Brian Hart, and used to help raise money for charities, for worthy causes, uh, Peyton and uh, Brian and people like that doing so much for the community. It's Brian Hart at Framed Art 3065 South Broadway. And uh, do we have Ian yet? We do. All right. Hey, good morning. We'll bring in Ian St. Clair. You can read him uh, at Mile High Report and listen to his Mile High Report radio podcast with Adam Malmati. Also read him at PlayColorado.com. And good morning, Ian. 
Good morning, guys. We are now into the must-win of the, the part of the season for the Broncos. <laughs> well, a lot of people have felt like that for a few weeks here. But up till now, you're right. They've lost to good teams when they've lost, and Pittsburgh, <laughs> who is not a good team, but yeah. they have not lost to a team as lowly as they are, so to speak, the Washington football team. This has to be the point of no return for Vic Fangio. If he can't win this game, there is no way, no matter what they do the rest of the season, I don't think there's any way that he can return as a head coach. But the question I raised to Mark Knudsen to start the show is, what kind of limbo does that leave uh, George Payton and the Broncos in? You're going to finish out the season with the coach. Okay, that makes sense. But then you've got three, four months until the owners approve a new owner. And can you, can George Payton, hire a head coach and make any kind of commitment to, to a guy when, when, you, when the ownership is in limbo? Doesn't this team lose out? on preparing for, for free agency and having a new coach and a new system installed. Well, you, you mentioned the limbo. I would argue that the Broncos have been in limbo since Pat <laughs> Mullen walked away in 2014. I mean, I, I get yeah. it. They went on to, walk, to win the Super Bowl, but they've been in limbo since Pat Mullen had to walk away because of Alzheimer's, and that hasn't changed since he's passed and since but you don't Joe Ellis wait. has gotten his golden ticket. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. You, you don't want to wait and, store, and stay in limbo for another draft for another free agency. Yeah. So I, I don't. I don't see how any of it changes if they fire Vic Fangio. Uh, George Payton's going to be in limbo anyway yep. because I can't imagine any owner is going to be okay with coming in and saying, "Oh, by the way, contingency is going to be on you keeping George Payton as your general manager." We went through that circus last year when John Elway and Joe Ellis forced George Payton to keep Vic Fangio as his head coach. They're not going to do that again. The new owner is going to come in and want to get their own people. So George Payton is already in limbo. The Broncos are in limbo, and they've been in limbo, so that hasn't changed in five years. Yeah, No, Ian, you're absolutely right. Uh, The only saving grace, I would say, is that it depends who the new owner is in some respects because if the new owner, as I mentioned earlier with Michael, if the new owner is is someone with a sports background of any sort, and I'll throw out the name Anschutz, and I don't think it's going to be an Anschutz, Phil or his son Christian, uh, from what I'm hearing. But if it were, you're talking about an organization that has some sports savvy and has some sports people in their in their system already that they could bring in here and start shuffling things around. Um, in that case, yeah, Peyton's in, in limbo is a nice way to put it. Um, but if it's a, somebody who with no sports background, if Jeff Bezos is, be, and I don't think it will be him either, but if Jeff, Jeff Bezos is a new owner, then he probably is a little bit more likely to sit back and say, okay, I'm going to watch what happens for a year. And if the Broncos, and the name I threw out earlier that, that I heard was Dan Quinn, if the Broncos hire Dan Quinn and give him a five or six year contract, well, now he's got at least got financial security. There's his motivation to come in is because he's got financial security. Um, but at least a new owner like, like that, an inexperienced owner sports-wise, would probably at least give him a year to, to see what they could do before he starts clean house. But Ian's absolutely right, and I've talked about this a lot. New owners, especially billionaires, want their own people, want to be surrounded by their own people, and they're going to come in, and they're likely to clean house from the, the ticket takers on to the general manager. Everybody's... Everybody in the organization is in limbo, which is why John Elway's jumping ship right now and why Joe Ellis knows he's on the way out and everything else. It's, it's, it's a, a state of flux is putting it mildly. It's, it's a crazy situation. I, I will say that, Michael, you asked a question. Would they be in limbo 
just depending, depending on the ownership, since the owners won't approve the other 31, wouldn't right. approve whoever the new owner is until March. I will say that by January, they're going to know who the new owner is going to be. There is going to be some sort yep. of behind the deal, wink and a nod, handshake yep. deal in place. So that's where I think the new owner is going to be able to get his people in place and say, this is who I want. Go out and yep. try to get them. If they keep George Payton, then obviously that, that puts them ahead of the eight ball. Um, but if if it's not going to be George Payton and the new owner is going to want a clean house, things can still be done with the wink and a nod agreement that, yes, this new owner won't be approved and it won't be official, but they'll know that this is going to be who the new owner yeah, is. And, then they'll, yeah, that, that approval you're talking about, Ian, you're absolutely right. It, it's a formality, right? They won't, they won't put anybody up there in that yeah. position who's not going to get approved. And so he can have a shadow cabinet, so to speak. Yeah. He can have yeah, uh, exactly. his yeah. people in place kind of scouting out free agency and, and the rest. So that, that's a more encouraging, yeah. I think, for Bronco fans. Talking to Ian St. Clair of Mile High Report on the winnersandwiners.com hotline. Mark Knutson, guest co-hosting us. You can follow Mark. I don't think I mentioned this. At Mark Knutson, 41, the number he pitched uh, when he played in the major leagues. That was his number. Hey, um, let, let, let's get to the Washington football team game here. Um, I think a lot of people think the Broncos are finally uh, going to win one uh, here. Uh, how do you how do you break this one down, Ian? Uh, how does this matchup go? And give us a prediction. Well, I when we do predictions at Mile High Report, it, obviously we're all Broncos fans, and everyone is on the Broncos this week. That's not surprising, right? I mean, <laughs> it's the Washington Football Team. They're they're horrible. But as I said in my prediction, everything about this game screams a win until you remember who the Broncos' offensive coordinator is and you hear his quote this week about not scoring points in the first half. And then you remember (laughs) the Browns manhandled the Denver Broncos and their third-string running back resembled Jim Brown. Do we not expect that to happen with the Washington football team? I I joked, and I've I've said this uh, about fantasy football, if you need a flyer on a running back, get J.D. McKissick this week because the Broncos' <laughs> running game, their defense is horrible. And I just I, everything about this game screams a win for the Broncos until you remember it's the Broncos. Yeah. So, I, I mean, the Washington football team is bad. Their defense is bad. Their pass defense, they give up their last in the NFL and, and points allowed per game at 30. But – Pat Shermer is on the other side of the field calling plays for the Denver Broncos. So I, to say I have no faith in the Denver Broncos, uh, that's an understatement. I just I don't know what you're going to get. I don't see how the, the, the front seven for the Broncos is not going to get manhandled again. I don't see how the Broncos offense is going to be able to turn it around when Pat Shermer is still the offensive coordinator. Yeah. So I, I have Washington actually winning this game 17-13. Wow. 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 That would, be a, it would make it a dark Sunday if that happens. You know, make I, uh, I, J.D. I McKissick it. remind yeah. people of Timmy Smith. Talk about nightmare Broncos. There you go. I, I, honestly <laughs> thought the, I honestly thought the kid from Cleveland reminded me of Terrell Davis. He was wearing number 30, and he was doing all those cutbacks. Um, they made him into a superstar in one night. You're right. They, they did not play well at the line of scrimmage, and I don't care who your skill guys are. You can't win the football if you can't win the line of scrimmage on either side. And I don't know much about Washington's line play, but if they're dominant, they're going to win the football game. 
And the thing is, is the Broncos' offensive line hasn't been good either, and I don't yeah, see how exactly. that's going to flip around. Garrett Bowles yep. has been horrible this year. Dalton Reisner and Graham Glasgow have been horrible. And yet again, the turnstile at right tackle, the bugaboo of John Elway's entire tenureship as general manager is still a problem at right tackle. So, I, I mean, I, I just I don't see how these issues get fixed just because Jerry Judy comes back. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Agreed. It, 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 it is bleak. <laughs> it is bleak. Um, <laughs> I guess uh, Bronco fans can enjoy some football weather as fall rolls in in full force here, and that, that'll be the uh, the upside and a chance for a win, a chance for a competitive game. Ian, and, we will and, read and all the coverage uh, that we can. Got your prediction on the Bronco game. We'll read all the coverage in Mile High Report and uh, PlayColorado.com. Thank you, Ian. Thanks, guys. At least Thanks, we can honor Peyton Manning on Sunday. Yes, and, that'll, and, that, and that, there's a bright note, a reason to yep. show up at the stadium uh, a, a, as well. And, of course, framed by Framed Art, his portrait, as they all the framing that the Broncos do, they go down there for Framed Art. Hey, uh, coming up next on the winnersandwiners.com hotline, Mike DeCourcy, Sporting News columnist, Big Ten Network commentator, will analyze and predict the big college game of the day the unbeaten rivals michigan number six in the country and michigan state number eight we'll do that we'll talk about the college football playoff rankings to come out on tuesday and we'll ask the question is the big 10 actually the best football conference in the usa this year